You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello, and welcome to episode 146 of the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, it's Sean back at you with another episode of Excitement and Adventure. And with me today is my brother Robin. Hello. Sitting beside me here in the basement in the Soul Forge headquarters. And coming to us live via Skype is our other brother. Who is this? Who is this guy over there? Good day, everybody. This is Curtis. Yes, it's Curtis. So the three brothers on the loose. Here we go. Here we are. And what are we talking about today, guys? The, uh, talking about anniversaries. Anniversaries. Yes, because uh, this, this week marks a very significant anniversary for all of us. It's been 17 years since I moved to Timmins. <laughs> 17 years. How about that? How about that? Is that what we're talking about? No. Is there more anniversaries? There's more anniversaries. Curtis, were you aware there's more anniversaries? I was aware there were more anniversaries. Huh. And what anniversary would that be? Well, because we're talking about anniversaries and because we're going to be talking about a specific person, this individual really, really liked dates and celebrating random anniversaries. Wouldn't you guys agree? Uh, Yeah, 100%. Completely. Like how on... I don't know, pick a day, July 14th, 1974, three or four, <laughs> whatever it happened to be. Uh, this person may have fallen down and cut their face, or maybe we, it was one of us. Uh, or it could have been one of her friend's birthdays, uh, and or a day that she got into a fight with one of her friends and never talked again to that person. True, true uh, enough. <laughs> the dates uh, and anniversary were always random and haphazard and uh i'll be honest i didn't know if they were real or not oh is that right i i often questioned it i i figured they were accurate because she would always say them year after year after year that's true that's oh you true. know what happened today yeah so okay so uh enough leaving our audience in suspense we're talking about our mother who passed away six years ago on march 31st 2014 that's right. That, that is the anniversary. That is. It's a very sad anniversary for the three of us. In fact, um, the other day I was listening to my memorial episode over on the Rusted Robot podcast that uh, I recorded with the now ex-wife six years ago. And did that ever bring up a lot of memories and things that I had forgotten? So that's episode 18 of uh, Rusted Robot podcast. I don't know if you guys have listened to that recently. Not recently, but I did listen to it upon its release mm -hmm. yep uh it was it was probably six years ago when i edited the thing the last time i listened yeah and uh as i was walking and delivering the mail yesterday and listening to it over again to see if i was going to release it on Soulforge here i was like oh my god it just it cuts me and there was like almost tears in my eye and i was like oh man yeah how are you feeling curtis 
Uh, this anniversary has been a little easier, and I don't know if it's because uh, I have a new job and have been very distracted with that, uh, or the current uh, COVID-19 events that are happening in the world, uh, or the combination of both. Uh, in fact, uh, normally, as soon as March starts, um, I would say I get into a pretty sour mood okay. uh, these last uh, six years. But this particular March has been, uh, I've been so distracted with other things that uh, until Robin called me the other day and said, oh, we got mom's anniversary coming up. I hadn't really thought about it this year. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Where year five was, which was last year, was yeah. absolutely awful. Yeah, it was. It was yep. probably the worst anniversary. Yeah, it was. It was pretty intense. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. And now we're, so, we're at year six. And it's a it's a different feeling for for various reasons for me. Well, I uh, think how about you? How about I you think, guys? I, I think you're on to something with the uh, with the current pandemic situation. That's been on everyone's minds. Oh, I'm so sick of it. I well, me too. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm I don't want to hear that you're sick. Tired. Oh, stay away. I'm tired of the memes. Uh, it's just everywhere. It's overkill. The last two episodes of uh, Soulforge actually touched on it, yeah. and I thought for for this week, let's let's have a fun topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a fun topic. It's not fun, but fun. at least it's not uh, pandemic time. No. So, but I I do agree with uh, with brother Curtis there because yeah, that's obviously distracting enough and and last year was was definitely probably one of the hardest anniversaries and when march rolls along i'm in i'm in the same boat i get moody and miserable and for about a week uh this month i was just in down in the dumps yeah you were i've been i would say it is it's gotten it's easier this year and funny enough for me it's uh, i don't know if it's easier but it's it's definitely more intense yeah. Um, all this month, I've been craving tea, and I'm not a tea drinker uh, normally. And then I was listening to the episode yesterday, and I realized, okay, I've been craving tea all month, and yeah. it's because Mom's favorite thing was having a tea party, it was having Tetley, have, tea. Tetley tea, having having a drink with her, with her kids and her friends and whoever else, and the cats, yeah, the cats having tea. So I've been craving <laughs> a lot of tea. Uh, also, almost two months ago, I started seeing a new girl named Julie, and. I want to tell mom about her. I want to call her up and say, hey, mom, I met this new girl. You'd love her. Yeah. Uh, and I can't. No. Um, and and that's, that's one thing that has always been in the back of my mind ever since she passed away. Uh, any new person that I get involved with will not know who my mom was. Right. And, and that, that's hard. Yes. Curtis, back to you. Uh, well, I will say that, uh, you know, I, I mentioned that this month hasn't been too extreme for me. But I will tell you, back in January, I had so many things to tell her and wanted, wanted to talk to her about so many things. Sometimes the, I guess it's an ache. The pain inside is, is, is an ache and you can get angry over it. You can get sad over it. Uh, it, can, it can physically hurt. Uh, a little bit yes and uh yeah there was just uh, a month uh, or a couple days in january where uh, i don't know if anything in particular was happening or whatever but i was just really sad that she wasn't uh, around and available to talk to and i think it stems from from my kids and knowing that uh particularly my my youngest rylan would would have loved chatting with mom. Yes. Because Rylan's a chatter. 
she talks a ton um, when she's comfortable around people. And uh, mom loved to ask questions. And so I think Rye would have thought her questions were hilarious. And just, uh, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's less about uh, me needing my mother now because I'm a, I'm a grown adult. Uh, it would still be nice to share things with her, but uh, watching my kids grow up and, and knowing that they're not going to have a chance to uh, to get enjoy to some of her, yeah, get to know her, enjoy some of her humor, her mom, uh, the mom, her momisms, right? Like close off the light and uh, sweep the floor and no broom the floor, broom the floor and close off the light and all those sort of things. Yeah. And, uh, and do you guys remember? Uh, was it Tracy Ham? Who? Oh, Tracy Ham. Robin remembers Tracy Ham. Vaguely, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, you, do you uh, do you want to share that story, Robin? Oh, you know I, what? I don't remember the exact story. I just remember the name now that you mentioned it. But well, Curtis will tell the story right after this promo for another podcast right here on the ESO Network. We are the Cigar Nerds Podcast. Do you like cigars? Great. We review cigars while talking about movies, TV shows, science, and pop culture news. What? You don't like cigars? Great. Because we also talk about science, movies, TV shows, and whatever's going on in the news. It's what we do. We smoke cigars, and we know things. Find us on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're also on the ESO Network. And back to you once again, Curtis. Who's Tracy Ham? Is that a man? Or All right. A kid? What is so, so, <laughs> so Tracy Ham, uh, later on in life, I found out, was a football player. Ah. But uh, I, I had no idea about this as a kid. So... Uh, Mom would pick Robin and I up from uh, Pinewood Public School oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Ev- every day. And on our ride home, we'd be driving home, and there would be a gentleman outside waiting for the bus or a ride or, or maybe to pick up his kids. We don't really know, but he was always standing outside, just outside of the MJ Dacey uh, building uh, that used to be a school and then got turned into other uses. Uh, an adult school, and now I think it's an apartment or something. Anyway, uh, I think he was around that area yeah, that he would be standing. And uh, this was on uh, DC Road. And as we'd be driving past him, Mom would tell us to say hi to Tracy Ham, oh, And she would she would point out this gentleman uh, as Tracy Ham. So Robin and I would roll down our windows and yell out to him every day, Hi, Tracy Ham," <laughs> and, and Mom would laugh hilariously. Uh, and we drive by and eventually it got to the point where he would see our vehicle coming, the old Italian couch. And, uh, and he would look away and try to avoid us. Uh, and Robin and I did that for, for months on end. And it was all at mom's prodding. Uh, and I guess she's had some, found some humor in it. She had a unique sense of humor. She had a unique sense of humor. And so that was our, uh, that was our Tracy ham story. Old Tracy ham. I'm sorry I missed all that. I, I must have yeah. already been, uh, I don't know, back in, in, in university maybe? or Late, high, late, late high, high school probably. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, you just were walking home at that point probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so who was our mother? How would how would you best describe her? Hmm. Uh, worrisome? She worried a lot. Worried a lot. I mean, Constant. really a if lot. She, if she wasn't worried, she was worrying about not worrying about something. True. And, and always busy, always taking care of everybody but herself. Yes, yeah. Which Extreme, was, extremely busy. Which was, I think, part of her problem that she never just took a minute to, to, to relax and relax. unwind and 
had to go, 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 go constantly. Because that way she never had to think her own thoughts, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was always looking to better her situation. Yes. Yeah. You know, and she would self-admittedly make some mistakes, and, you know, her ideas wouldn't always pan out. Sometimes she made uh, it worse. Yeah. Sometimes she made it worse. But she was always a lady that had a reserve fund of $300 in the bank account. Yes. <laughs> And uh, she was uh, she was very loving. She loved her sons. She yeah. did. She loved everyone, unless she didn't like you. Then she didn't like you. But it, it was rare when she didn't like somebody. Yeah, yeah. But and, when she didn't like them, she hated them. Yep. And she could not keep the expressions off her face. No, that's true. She could discipline us with just a stern look. Oh, I got that look constantly. And you you knew it was over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, and I can still remember just, you know, she would always sneak up and catch me in the act. And it was that she'd always have, she'd come around the corner and she'd just come up off her toes a little bit. And she'd just put her head around the corner and look and she would nail me, catch me every time. Didn't, didn't matter what it was. She was she was stealthy like that. But uh, this whole part of this uh you know, this pandemic thing, we were trained, especially me, because I was grounded so much as a kid mm-hmm. that this staying inside stuff is, is a breeze because I spent, you know, three quarters of my childhood grounded anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she was somebody that didn't mess around with her punishments. No. If no. you were in trouble, you were in trouble, and if you were grounded for a month, you were staying in the house for a month. Yep. I think one time. She let me have early parole one time. Just once? Once. What about you, Sean? What do you remember? Um, what do I remember? I remember um, so many different things. Like you said, the, the expression on her face, the way her, her chin would jut out, and the uh, the fire in her eyes when she was angry. Yep. Uh, how excited she used to get over adding Tetley Tea collection items to her pile. Mm-hmm. Her, her love of cats. Yeah. There was a, an infinity of love for cats and cat pictures and and her encyclopedic encyclopedic whatever knowledge of everything in the family i, I was uh, listening to episode 18 there of rusted robot and we had uh, reminisced about her and described who she was her tetley tea collection uh the way that she knew everything about the family you could look at a picture she knew who was in it mm-hmm. when it was taken the date, yeah uh, not necessarily the date but roughly we had all kinds of collectibles in the house or, or just items from all the dead people that had come before. Mm-hmm. And she knew who they belonged to, when they had gotten it, what it meant to her. And now now we here have all these pictures. I have no idea who most of the people are or, or why we're still hanging on to the stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, a big uh, gap of knowledge that we have because she was the family historian. She was the knowledge base. Yeah. Yeah. And now it falls to <laughs> us and we know nothing. No. <laughs> no. Well, we know other stuff, but... But not, not not to the degree that she... No. Is that a fair assessment, Curtis? I would, I would say that's a very fair assessment. She uh, she definitely uh, paid attention. Uh, and I think we may have uh, paid less attention because she always just knew everything, and so we didn't have to memorize it. We assumed she'd always be there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I know that I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, what, this um, this year... In September, she would have turned 62. So that's still pretty young. Yeah. And so she figured she'd be around till her late 80s. Uh, so yeah. all that knowledge would always be there. Yeah. 
but no. And now all the family history is gone. Uh, what was it? Two years ago, we lost our last two uncles on her side. So yes, indeed. So now there's no family left on the mom's side. No, completely. Except for up. some very distant relations, yeah. which we don't really know that well, so they don't count. But everybody that was close on that side is totally gone. Yeah. So it's just us three. Yep. And our sort of children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was a big loss uh, not having her in our lives anymore. You know, I remember I remember her often saying that she didn't want to end up like her mother. Yes. I had noticed in the later part of her life, within the last year before she had uh, killed herself, she was starting to repeat herself a little bit. And I think that might have scared her. Uh, it, it makes sense because um, once her parents passed away, both in 2013, and and her favorite aunt died that year as well. They all died. That was yeah. that was the rest of the family for her, yeah. uh, not including her brother and uh, the other uncle who she wasn't that close with. And so it, it all came crashing down on her. She had nobody left to take care of because no, and she had the three kids. Us, us three were well established, or somewhat. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and she loved to reminisce about her past life with family members. Mm -hmm. And because we weren't there to share in her early experiences, uh, I think it devastated her that she wasn't able to reach back to her past and uh, share those uh, mutual experiences. Like with her mother, she used to have Friday night bubblegum and tea leaf parties. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, that was that was a common thing where, where Grandma Dee Dee would come over for for tea on Fridays and they'd buy a box of bubble gum and just chew through it. Like there was nobody's business and, uh, sit around and laugh and talk about the old stories about, uh, the South market house with the, with the ghosts and, uh, other stories about the, the business and, uh, you know, just, uh, just all sorts of things. And I think one of her favorite stories to tell was, uh, how she could take 25 cents uh, from the drawer and go to school and purchase uh, a bag of chips, a pop, and a maybe very, a sandwich. It was a buried treasure. Buried treasure. I think maybe. it was an ice cream yeah. or something. Yeah. This is the 70s, so yeah, chips and a buried treasure. And what was the other thing? A pop? A pop, I believe. Yeah, all for 25 cents. That was, yeah. That was her lunch. Yeah, and so that's all she ever took, even though that uh, the at that time full. the drawer was full. My Our grandparents had a successful business. And they were doing quite well in the 70s. And she could have taken more, but uh, never did. And uh, kind of resented that her brothers always took advantage of it. Yes. But uh, she always only took the quarter. Because it's all she needed. It's all she needed. Went to school and uh, had her pop and hung out with uh, Brenda Beer. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and she would talk about that all the time. And she had, like you said at the beginning, the, the memories of, uh, oh, uh, July 1st, uh, 1973, I fell off my bike and I got the scar on my knee here, Shawnee. <laughs> or whatever, that's yeah. not necessarily the date, but that's how she would talk about it. And yeah. every year, it'd be the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Seven or eight of those things, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least. Yeah. She knew everyone's birthdays, everyone's anniversaries, everyone's this. I think I got that too. Right. I remember a lot of dates and, and so on and so forth. It's, it's it's not as important to me as I've gotten older, but right. yeah, yeah. No, her uh, her divorce dates. She'd remember those too. Oh yeah. And celebrate the anniversaries or mention them at least. I don't know if she celebrated them, but maybe in her own small way. Maybe. Hey, do you have any um, video of her besides the time she was drunk at your party? <laughs> uh, I I have her birthday party video. Okay. Where we, uh, it was her 50th. Okay. 
because I was I was looking through my Facebook to see if I had any live video of her, and I don't. And I was trying to show Julie who my mom was, and all I could find was uh, the one on Robin's Facebook. Oh yes, where she was drunk and uh, talking like a crazy person. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was yeah. funny. It was very funny. No, she was very camera shy. Tried to avoid that. Uh, I don't know where uh, the homemade videos would be I was just from way bring back that up, And I don't. I think I don't know if I have them, and but they might be at your place in the basement. If 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 anything. Okay. But I don't remember what I did with that box of tapes. Or they disappeared when our stepfather lost the house because his... no, I had a box of tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. because so. his life fell apart once. She oh, was absolutely gone, it so. did. Yeah. Yeah, and we lost uh, we lost a lot of stuff yeah. uh, when he lost the house. Yeah. The uh, the rocking chair that she had from I don't know if it was from when you were a baby or when I was a baby. It was from you. It was from me. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah. We uh, we traveled with that uh, many many years. Uh, as as people may or may not know, uh, we moved uh, many times throughout our childhood, and well, uh, yeah, we did. that yeah. <laughs> that rocking chair and and we moved so much because she was always trying to better our situation. But uh, that rocking chair made it uh, a long time, and then when Bill lost the house, we lost the rocking chair, among other things. Among many other things. Mm-hmm. Well, we couldn't stay in the orphanage forever. No, that's true. Are you going to explain the orphanage? Uh, that was um, Terry 26 Fox. Terry Fox yeah. Place, apartment 203, from 1987 to 1994. Yep. Our longest stay anywhere in our childhood. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, that's true. We, uh, we had bunk beds and three matching dressers, and she would call it the orphanage, as it was all uh, three the same. Three boys in one room, all looking the same. Uh, except it was really only two boys in one room, and Robin would go sleep with her. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Until you were, what, 10? Yeah, about that. 12. 12. 12? Was it 12? Yeah. It was 12. It was long enough, anyway. Yeah. Longer than it should have been. Yeah. Pervert. <laughs> Way yeah. too long. So. I had that same dresser up until I moved out of my house last year. Oh. And came here. Right. Yeah. When you lost your house. Yeah, and I lost my house. At least uh, patterns in the family are consistent. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We liked, yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, is there anything else we should uh, say about her? You know, I, I don't know if it was her or not, but I still, last year there, when uh, all three of us suffered uh, little cuts on our hands, of course, mm. Curtis had the biggest uh, cut on his hand. I feel like that was her. Saying hello? Saying something. I don't know what. But it, it just seemed really peculiar that all within that us. all three of us within that week week and a half all suffered cuts on a right hand yeah yeah i don't know if that was her or you just you guys not uh, paying attention to my warning <laughs> maybe I, I i got the i got the least of it though um i didn't uh and, and mine wasn't a broken glass doing dishes but it was uh, a broken beer bottle at the bar when i was cleaning up cleaning up so it, it just it just seemed weird to me, and it, it was around her birthday that that happened, was it not? So I'm pretty sure. Well, well maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was it last was, fall anyway. Yeah. So. so I feel like that was her just... Saying hello. Saying hello, yeah, saying hello. We'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> not a nice way to say hello, of course, but... Uh, no, I, I found I found it, yeah, it, it just seems way too... Coincidental? Yeah. There are no coincidences, brother. None. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yeah, so I guess uh, that's about it for our mom talk. Yeah, probably. 
Um, you know, I think the last thing I would say is that uh, she's definitely missed. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was uh, she was an awesome mother. She was the best. The only one we had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely missed. Definitely uh, taught us a lot. Taught us a lot of things to do and not to do. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I still uh, repeat a lot of the uh, momisms. Oh yeah, because it's like just ingrained into you. It, it it is so many expressions there. I'm like, oh, that's a mom. Yeah. 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 And, and like you said uh, earlier on, I believe Curtis is like, uh, yeah, you you just want to talk to her and tell her so much stories, and I'm the same way. There's always something that I want to, you know, call her and say, hey, listen to this, like. It, it doesn't nobody, away. nobody ever cares about your achievements more than your mother. It's true, very true. Right, and so when you have an achievement or something big happens in your life, you know that she'd be so excited for it, and she'd ask you a million questions about it, and she'd make a big deal even of the small things. Mm-hmm. And it just made you feel good that somebody cared so much about what you might be doing. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest thing I miss is just her excitement over the most mundane activities and things. <laughs> yeah, and, and we could talk on the phone with her for an hour about nothing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And she had know. she had a million and one excuses to avoid people that she didn't want to hang out with. Yes. Yeah. Whether it was a headache or the shower or whatever. Uh, she was hilarious in her excuses. She came up with them on the spot so quickly. Uh, she was uh, she was pretty sharp, and I think uh, one of my one of my best memories uh, was she just got mad at me. We were we were living at landslide. She just got mad at me. She just yelled at me, uh, and then we were driving uh, into town for something, and uh, you know she she made sure she told me. She's like, "Oh, Curdy, I'm still mad at you," and then like two seconds later, all of a sudden it just changed. She's like, "Hey, you want to go for a donut?" <laughs> and I started cracking up, and she didn't understand why that was so funny. But then, as I explained it to her, she thought thought it was funny too. And uh, we just uh, we 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 would say that often uh, after that. And uh, I don't know. It was uh, it was just a, a pure moment of of being in shit, and then all of a sudden being offered to go for a donut. And how quickly she could go from being mad at you to uh, forgiving you. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty fun. I remember uh, one of my one of my favorite stories is when we'd go uh, driving around the, the town to go do whatever it was, go groceries or whatnot, and uh, I'd always ask her to bring me to Blockbuster, if you remember Blockbuster back in the day, and uh, she would say, you know, no, not not today or whatever. No, it's not the weekend. There was always a day for certain activities. And uh, I remember I was sitting in the front seat and we were driving around and I had the window rolled down and I would be yelling out the window, my mom's mean, she won't take me to Blockbuster. But she was laughing about the whole thing. She thought it was hilarious. And I'd be like, my mom won't take me to Blockbuster. And I wasn't actually crying, but it was uh, it was one of those things that, and it would happen quite often. Or you were driving around listening to a certain song. And she'd say, "No, this isn't wintertime music. No, this isn't summertime music." There was like, a time and a place. There was for a everything. time and a place for certain things. Or, or, or like when she'd uh, drive us somewhere, and we'd get to our destination, and she'd say, "Hey, all right, we're here now. Get the hell out of my car." And <laughs> laugh and laugh. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. And uh, I, I think 
Uh, it would be unjust of us to be talking about her without mentioning her love for the Proclaimers and oh, yes. 500 Miles. I still can't listen to that song. Yeah, it's it always tugs at my uh, heartstrings when I hear it. Yeah. So, I have a few so, songs like that because they always remind me of those times, you know. Right, but Sean, what did you have to do for him for 500 oh. Miles? I had to get my buddy to take his CD and put that song on a tape front and back so she could listen to it over and over and over I again. I remember that. Uh, in fact, that's something that I mentioned on uh, episode 18 of Rusted Robot, and I was listening to it yesterday, and I'm like, oh, crap, I've forgotten all about that. Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of lots of stories. So if our, our listeners want to hear even more, uh, especially some raw emotion, go listen to episode 18 of uh, Rusted Robot Podcast. Yes, sir. Because you guys are mentioned on it and all this stuff, so lots of detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, brothers, thanks for uh, entering this, the realm of the Soul Forge to talk about Mom and be on this anniversary episode. It's been a while since Curtis has been on a Soul Forge episode. Probably, probably since uh, the three of us have been on uh, since episode uh, thirteen of Soul Forge when we did our brothers' road trip to see Blondie and Garbage. Oh yes. That sounds about right. Yep. So, Curtis, we'll have to get you on here more and more. We were going to go see if for Easter, but since uh, we're all quarantined, uh, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but listeners, thanks for coming by and listening to us reminisce about Mom. We were going to do a book review, me and Tracy, uh, on April 5th about uh, Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. But since we're all quarantined, uh, that's going to be on hold for a bit. Uh, still, get your questions and comments and concerns to us. And uh, further along here, I just wanted to thank Richard from Australia for his generous donation to the coffee account to support the podcast. That's ko-fi.com slash rusted soul if you'd like to support us but until next time thanks for coming by and remember never let a good crisis go to waste thank you for listening to another episode of the soul forge podcast your support is greatly appreciated and we hope you'll tune in again next time remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and don't forget to share the show with everyone you know the Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Hi, thanks for calling. You've reached 759-4628. Sorry we can't come to the phone, but we'll call you back. Thanks. Have a great day. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.